Today, we're going to talk about sales. Did you hear that? Sales. Bottom line, I don't think most sales training is actually very effective. The big problem with most sales training is that only about 30% of the sales team actually adopts the framework or, or adopts the techniques. 70% just keep doing what they were already doing. It's all about how to guide a customer through a conversation that causes them to realize they need your product or service. In this series on how to grow your small business, based on my book, How to Grow Your Small Business, today we're going to deal with sales. But let me be honest with you from the start. It's a Trojan horse. It's trickery. I'm going to trickery you right now into being a really good sales representative if you hate selling. If you're a small business owner, you don't have a sales team, but you need to learn how to sell. Let me trick you into being an incredibly good salesperson by teaching you a formula that will entirely change the way you look at sales. With that, I want to welcome you to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. This is the only podcast that coaches you through a six-step plan to grow your small business. We do that by helping you build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products and the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, you'll get the insight and steps you need to grow your business. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Marketing Against the Grain, hosted by Kip Bodner and Kieran Flanagan, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. If you want to know what's happening right now in marketing, what's ahead, and how you can lead the way Marketing Against the Grain is the podcast for you. In each episode, Kip and Kieran share their marketing expertise, unfiltered in the details, the truth, and like nobody tells it to you. Here's a great episode you should check out right now. It's six AI tools that will save you one hour per day. Kip and Kieran share six AI tools that will transform the way you work while helping to scale your business to the next level. Learn how these tools will up-level you and your team with the power of AI through file organization, content marketing, memorizing your online search, and more. You can listen to Marketing Against the Grain wherever you get your podcasts. A few weeks ago, we started a series called How to Grow Your Small Business. It's based on a book that released a week ago. My new book called How to Grow Your Small Business came out a week ago, and it takes you through the six things that I did to take a company from zero to 17 million. This year, hopefully, we'll do 17 million. I did 500 things wrong. I'm telling you, I did 500 things wrong. I did six things right, and the six things that I did right are actually in the book. And today, we're going to talk about sales. I think uh, I think I saw a statistic recently. I believe it was HubSpot that did a survey, and uh, the survey came back and revealed that ninety-seven percent of people distrust salespeople. That sales has that negative of a connotation. Three percent of people trust salespeople. That's pretty darn bad. And I, I know where it all comes from. I, I know where salespeople get that reputation. They get that reputation because I think a relatively small percentage of them trick people into buying things. I have experienced this myself. My, my, my wife, uh, gosh, probably seven, eight years ago, needed a new car. 
And uh, we it was one Saturday afternoon, and we said, okay, let's go make it happen. So I went in with her to negotiate and go to war with a sales rep to leave with a, a discount on that car. And after about five hours of negotiation, I'm not making that about five hours, I even went to a local fast food place and got dinner for my wife, myself, and the sales rep. We sat there and ate a burger while we whittled down on this price, and he kept going back and spending 15 minutes in the back talking to his manager and coming back, and we got it for $10,000 off. Ten grand. I mean, I am pumping my chest. I, my wife is attracted to me because of what I've done. It's amazing. Things went really well that night until we walk into the house. We're both just fried. We sit down. We turn on the TV, and and the second or third commercial was from that specific Land Rover dealership, and the commercial said ten thousand dollars off any car on the lot, <laughs> automatically, ten grand. And uh, my wife just sort of patted me on the knee and said, "Honey, it was so sweet of you to buy him dinner," but ultimately, I felt embarrassed because. I thought I was negotiating the whole time. And all this guy was doing was giving me a psychological experience. First of all, he's just killing time. He's probably probably entertaining himself. He could have given me, all I would have to do is walk in and say, hey, I saw you got $10,000 off. The sticker on that car says this. I'll drive it away now if you give me $10,000. We would have had a four-minute meeting, but that's not what happened. I got tricked by a sales rep into getting a discount that was available to anybody. And all the time that he was going back and talking to the manager was a joke. That dude gives salespeople a bad name and there doesn't have to be that many of them, right? I mean, as soon as somebody starts trying to sell you something, you, we've all had that kind of experience. And so we feel like somebody is trying to coerce me out of my money, trick me out of my money, get me to buy something that I don't need in order to serve their purposes. I'm here to tell you that selling that way is completely and entirely unnecessary and that you, there's a different way to do it. And it's literally just trying to find out whether or not the person that you're talking to has the problem that your product solves. And if they have the problem that your product solves, you then explain how your product solves that problem, and basically you ask them to buy it. <laughs> that's, that's really it. The 90% of it, by the way, is just trying to find out if the customer actually has the problem that your product solves or has a problem that your product solves. And I, I want you to, I want to challenge you to use this framework in your next interaction with a potential client. Here's what you want to do. Next time you interact with a client, if you, if you are potential client, if you have lunch with them, if you, uh, you know, showed them a house, uh, if you met them in the lobby at church, you know, whatever it is, I want you to, to go home or go back to the office open up your computer and send them an email. Start with the problem. I, I, the first thing that I want you to say is, hey, yesterday on the golf course, you mentioned that you were struggling with X. That's it. That's your first sentence, unless you were not on a golf course. You, you want to actually say, I heard you and that you said you were struggling with this. And then the next part of that email, you're going to say, I have a product that solves that problem. So you're going you're gonna to identify the problem that the customer had. Then you're going to position your product as the solution to that problem. 
The next thing I want you to do is give them three steps that build a bridge from their problem to your solution. And I mean three baby steps, actions that they can take that get them there. For instance, let's say you, uh, you, you're a financial advisor, you played golf with somebody and they said, look, my, my fear is that you know, I'm going to run out of money before uh, I die and uh, <laughs> my retirement's not enough. You can kind of have that conversation there on the golf course if you want, but regardless, even if you have that conversation and explain how you can help them with that, you want to go home and have the exact same conversation in that email, meaning you want to clarify the points. And you want to say, hey, I heard you, and uh, it sounds like you and your wife are worried about whether or not you've got enough money for retirement. I can help you with that and create a retirement plan that would ensure, in fact, that you do. And the way I meet with customers or the way I do this is we just do an intake session where I just assess your risk tolerance. Uh, I, I look at your portfolio. And uh, the second thing I do is I send you a free custom report on what I would do if I were in your shoes. And then the third thing is if you want to enter into a relationship and, and uh, work with me as your financial advisor, I take you through a plan and we figure out some investment strategies that's going to really set you up to retire well. The first step is they have a problem. The second step is position your product as a solution to that problem. The third step is a three-step plan. All right, the fourth thing you want to do, can, it's the fourth sentence or the fourth paragraph. I don't care. It's just the fourth idea that you're going to present is negative stakes. And what I mean by negative stakes is you're going to tell them the terrible thing that's going to happen if they don't meet with you. <laughs> so you're, you're actually going to say in the email, I don't want you to run out of money before you die. I want you to have plenty of money to leave to your kids, in fact. What I just did was the negative and positive stakes. I don't want you to run out of money before you die. And then the positive stakes is, I want you to have enough money you can leave a big chunk of change to your kids if you want to. In other words, without my product, you're going to run out of money. But with my product, you have enough money to give to the kids. And then the final thing you want to do is you want to call the customer to action extremely clearly. I have time on my schedule next week. In fact, I've got an opening Thursday at 2 o'clock. Would you want to get together for an hour so we can do that intake session, that free intake session? Give the customer something to accept or reject. Now, what you'll find is if you actually write a follow-up email in that order, you're going to start with the problem, position your product as the solution to the problem, give the customer a three-step plan between their problem and your solution, paint the negative stakes, paint the positive stakes, and then call the customer to action. What you find, what you will find, is that if you use that specific formula, you're going to close way more sales. And you're, you're not going to close more sales because you have coerced somebody or you've tricked somebody into giving you money. You're going to close more sales because the email itself is so incredibly clear. What I did in that email and what this formula does is it invites the customer into a story. They are already in a story. They've got a problem. They're afraid that they're going to not have enough money to retire. So they are a hero up a creek. They're a hero in trouble. What you've just come in and done is clarified what kind of story they are in and what the dilemma is actually in and will offer them a way out. And what you'll find is that many, many, many more people will say yes when you make it so clear. That is the magical formula that closes sales. All right, it's finally time to close out of spreadsheets. 
With HubSpot CRM, you'll get real-time data at your fingertips so your teams stay in sync across the customer journey. Track your contacts and customers, send personalized emails in bulk, and get the context you need to create amazing experiences for your teams and your customers at scale, all from one powerful platform. It's why more than 150,000 companies already use HubSpot CRM to run their businesses better. Plus, HubSpot's user-friendly interface sets you up for success from day one, so you can spend less time managing software and more time on what matters, your customers. There's no better time to get organized. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better and get a special offer of 20% off on eligible plans at HubSpot.com slash business made simple. And now back to the show. Let's say you write that follow-up email for the next 30 sales interactions. You, you and I are just going to make a commitment right now on this podcast. For the next 30 sales interactions, you are going to go home, open up your computer, and you're going to use the exact same formula that I just gave you to write a follow-up email. I promise you, if you do that 30 times, the way your brain works, the way you process information when you're interacting with a client, the way you interact with a client will change dramatically. It will change dramatically. For instance, after you practice starting with the problem and then positioning your product as the solution to the problem, the questions that you ask a customer change. You know, we've worked with Temper Sealy. It's the biggest mattress company in the world. And we've trained a lot of their sales team. You know, in the old days, you'd walk into a, a mattress store and maybe the sales rep would come over and say, hey, what brings you guys in today? And I was kind of like, well, why are you asking that? They're, they're walking into a mattress store. <laughs> you know, they need a mattress. So instead of doing that, which doesn't tease out the problem, the, f- the first thing that you're trying to do is find out what problem they're trying to solve. So you would walk over and you would just say, hey, welcome to you know, the mattress store. What do you hate about your current mattress? What's bothering you about your current mattress? It's a different question, but it teases out the problem that they've come in this store to solve. And if they say, well, you know, we've been married a few years and we're slowly discovering that we don't want to sleep in the same bed. And, and by that, I mean, we like sleeping in the same bed, but we want to sleep in different beds. And, uh, you know, she likes to sleep when it's warm. I like to sleep where it's cool. She likes to sleep on a softer mattress. I like to sleep on a firmer mattress. And we hear there's stuff that allows us to do that. Well, there definitely is. Uh, we actually have three options That will allow you to sleep in the same bed, but have completely different experiences. Let me show them to you. Now, what just happened? I asked a question that teased out the problem, and then I gave them three solutions to that problem. That is not how most salespeople work. What they do is they come and say, hey, what brings you in today? Oh, we're just looking. Okay, well, holler if you need anything. We're having a a special discount, by the way, if you sign up for one of our credit cards. You just lost the sale, man. I mean, you know, the the person who comes in the door is having a self-guided sales experience at that point because you're not guiding them anywhere. You're not asking the right questions. This is the formula that you want to use. And we've actually made a tool that helps you learn this framework and use it incredibly well. So what the tool actually does at smallbusinessflightplan.com is it takes the email that you are going to send as a follow-up email and it color codes it. 
I mean, literally, it uses different colors, six different colors. The problem sentence is in red. The product as solution is in purple. The three-step plan is in brown. The negative stakes are in yellow. The positive stakes are in blue. And the call to action is in green. And you can literally look at the paragraph and see the flow, the order of ideas inside of this framework to make absolutely sure the customer who receives it is being invited into a story and that that story is extremely clear. And if you have a sales team, make them turn in the color-coded paragraph before they actually send it out. Because on, the, t- on the, the tool itself, you can actually just export it or copy and paste it into an email. The customer will never realize why it's so clear, why things are suddenly so clear, how I can get myself out of this problem. But the reason they're having that incredible cognitive clarity is because of the fact that you color coded it. The problem, the product as solution, the bridge, the three-step plan, the negative stakes, positive stakes, and the call to action. Now, what's going to happen if you do that about 30 times? One, you're going to make a lot more money. You're going to close a lot more sales, and that's going to be exciting. But then you're going to see so many other places where you can use the framework. For instance, in live one-on-one interaction, let's say that you're a real estate agent. We work with a lot of real estate agents. So let's say you're a real estate agent. When you go into a client's house, when you go into a customer's house and they are trusting you to help them find a new house, you don't really even want to talk about mortgage rates or any of that kind of stuff first. The first thing that you want to talk about, the first question that you want to ask is, Jim, Nancy, what don't you like about this house? And I mean that before you even get to the budget, any of that, what don't you like about this house? And physically ask them to get up and walk you around and just write everything down. And Nancy's going to go straight to the master bathroom. She's going to go, see, there's one sink in here. We need two sinks, right? Jim's going to take you out to the backyard. There's not going to be a fence around the backyard. He's going to say, twice this month at two in the morning. I'm in my bathroom. I'm walking around the neighborhood looking for a dog because I let the dog out to use the bathroom and then went back to bed and about 20 minutes later realized the dog has not come home and I've had to go get him. And what they, what you're doing by physically walking around that house is you're letting the customer discover what their story is about. Because their story is about finding a home with two, two sinks and a fence. And you're watching them discover what this story is about. And you're writing it down, right? And then once they understand, that's why it's so important to say, what do you hate about your mattress? What don't you like about this house? Because they need to understand this. It's one thing for you to understand it, but they need to understand it. They need, they, they're just kind of going, we need a new house. And th- they never sat down to think about what they hated about the current house. They just know they don't like it, right? And so you are helping create clarity in their mind about what's gone wrong and, and what needs to be fixed. And then you're going to say, Jim, Nancy, what I'd like to do is this coming Saturday, I'd like to show you five or six houses that have two sinks in the master bath fences around the backyard that are in your budget, because you'll have talked about that by then, that are in the school district that you want to be, you know, all the other stuff. 
And then on that sat, and then you want to keep bringing it up. So on that Saturday, you want to take Nancy straight into the bathroom and say, two giant sinks, a separate tub and shower, a door that closes uh, so that you can use the, the toilet in privacy. This is a this is an awesome master bath, uh, Nancy. What do you think? Then take Jim out to the backyard and say, Jim, it's totally fenced in. Plenty of room for the dog. The dog's not going to be able to get out of here. Uh, I think this is going to solve that problem for you. What are you doing? You're positioning the product as the solution to the problem. It's going to start changing the way that you interact with clients. And you'll think of yourself more as a director in a movie than you will as a salesperson. And that's a real, and you're no longer sitting there trying to convince somebody to buy something they don't want. You're handing people the tools that they need to solve their own problem. You are the guide in the relationship. They are the hero in the story. And the guide is just trying to help the hero win the day. That formula, find out what the problem is, position your product as the solution, give them a three-step plan, a bridge from the problem to the solution, paint the negative stakes, paint the positive stakes, and call them to action, will revolutionize your sales process. I keep repeating the framework because I'm tricking you into learning it just listening to this episode of the podcast. This will revolutionize, this framework, this formula will revolutionize the left engine of your airplane. You know, you're having a real human-to-human conversation, and you're qualifying the customer as they're listening. It's just so much easier than, than trying to trick people out of their money. And you also get to sleep really well at night. Okay, at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. Here is today's plan of action. I want you to write one follow-up email, like today. Like I mean, literally, just you're going to have so much fun doing this. I want you to go to the office or go back home, open up your computer, think of one person who's sitting the fence on whether or not to buy your product, and I want you to write them an email. Now, I want you to go to smallbusinessflightplan.com. Go to smallbusinessflightplan.com because the sales script tool is actually in the flight plan, and you get to use it for free smallbusinessflightplan.com and use the tool, color code it. That's going to teach your brain how to differentiate between the parts of this sales pitch and then copy it and paste it into an email and send it out. Just do it once. Just promise me that you'll do it once. And then I want you to see what happens. Because I'm pretty sure if you've got a client who actually has the problem I, I wouldn't be surprised if they emailed you right back and said, hey, sorry I hadn't gotten back to you. I know you've emailed a few times. This sounds interesting. And really what they're saying is, you kept emailing me, and I really wanted to think about it, but you know, my mind was so jumbled at your email, and it seems like such a risky thing, that I just kept putting it off, and I was going to get back to you next week, maybe. But when you make it clear like that, they actually understand why they need your product, and they will either accept or reject that. I believe that those of you who, who see a success when you send this email out, you're going to keep doing it. And if you do this 30 or 40 or 50 or 100 times or every time that you respond, every time you interact with the customer and you go home to write that follow-up email, the way your brain works will change because you are listening to the hero, you're understanding their story, and then you're giving them clear direction on how to get out of their problem and experience a happy ever after life. It's gonna, it'll change the way 
you lead. It'll change the way you interact with your staff. It'll change the way you sell. It'll change the way you parent children. So that's today's plan of action. Get your left engine humming. Get it going by understanding this framework. When we opened up this series a few weeks ago, I told you the story of me having woken up one Monday morning and realized I'd lost everything. Everything. Uh, I had invest, made an investment. That investment crashed and burned, and I was without any money. And uh, it, was, it was a devastating season. And gosh, about 10 years later, 11 years later, I'm looking at a $17 million company. And, um, uh, you know, how did that happen? I'm telling you, I, I built a business like an airplane. And we saw a dramatic increase in revenue when I attached that left engine to that wing and started using this framework to close sales. It was that powerful, and it can be that powerful for you too. So go to smallbusinessflightplan.com and use that tool that we've created, that sales script tool, and uh, it'll revolutionize your left engine too. All right, everybody. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. Next week, I'll show you step four to doubling your revenue. See you then. See you then.